This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Welcome into ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitri. We want to just say thank you for making ATL Day Ones your first listen of the day. And remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure, make sure, make sure you give us a five-star review or I will be ready to fight you on site. Um, that's, that's not a threat. That's a promise. All right. <laughs> but right, T, yeah. we, <laughs> not Tanitra. She's the, she's the nice one of the crew, you know, as you can see, but yeah, <laughs> I, I think, I, I think it's something that, you know, you should definitely do because we want everybody to know about what we have going on here, right here at Locked On Sports Atlanta. But today, uh, Arthur Smith has talked about all the conversations about competition and all that stuff. I can tell you one competition that I think, T, it's over. Yeah. It's no, it's over. <laughs> it's time. absolutely over. We'll talk about that. And in our deep dive segment, the Atlanta Braves kicked some booty. We'll talk about that. And last but not least, and for the culture, how you talk about bad timing. Ooh, this was the absolute worst. We'll talk about that. But first, T, we got to talk about the Atlanta Falcons yesterday. They held open practice down in Mercedes-Benz. As you know, we, we do our little photo shoot when we get down there. ATL Day 1s was on site. But, you know, I think that it was very interesting coming into, you know, training camp this year that Arthur Smith talked about how the offensive line – uh, basically 60% of it was up for grabs. Well, mm-hmm. I think you can say – for what 20% right now, but I I think we, we kind of narrowed it down to like one that we really felt like that was a real competition, mm-hmm. and that was at the center spot. But after yesterday, T, I believe wholeheartedly that Matt Hennessy should be the starter for the Atlanta Falcons at the center position going forward. And I think that, you know, just going out looking at the game and looking at practice yesterday, I just believe wholeheartedly that Matt Hennessy should be the guy this year. Yeah, and I believe we kind of had assessed that Elijah Wilkinson at that left guard spot, that was good to go, right? Last week, even before the game. And there's nothing that we saw both on game day Friday or at practice last night that would tell us otherwise, right? So like you said, Jarvis, probably down to just 20% of question. And really, from like you said, what we saw last night is probably down to zero. And I would have to agree. Matt Hennessy just looks like he's holding his own. And you know, sometimes, Jarvis, it takes individuals some time, right? to right. get to where they need to be. So, yeah, maybe it's taken Matt Hennessy kind of three years to be. And look, let me pause by saying this. Maybe it's taken Hennessy three years to be adequate. Jarvis and I are right. not saying we are not anointing him as an all-pro center. We're not saying he's the, the all-pro all guy. Yeah, yeah, We're no, just no, saying no, he's, he's the, the guy for the team. Right. <laughs> right. We're just saying <laughs> that he is serviceable to the point where he can make the call and he can at least give a block for his man and be a part of that five-man defensive, that offensive front, if you will, that A, gives those mobile quarterbacks some opportunity to do what they need to do, B, gives them opportunity to pass if that's what they're going to do, or at least contributes in some way or shape or form to giving opportunities for the run game to actually flourish. So that's what you and I were looking at. We were trying to see, hey, is he getting beat off the block? 
the way he had right. been getting beat off the block in years past. Right. And it did look a little bit like there was improvement, whereas Drew Dalton maybe, I don't know, maybe we've seen the progression we need to see from him. So I got to agree with you on that one. Cause you know, and, and for me, like you know, one of the things that I always, you know, I always talk about on the show at nauseum, and I will continue to talk about it, is mm -hmm. that, you know, I think one on ones are a good indicator as to what these guys have learned in the mm -hmm. off season and what they are bringing into the new season, right? Yeah. So you know, with Drew Dom watching Drew Dahmer yesterday, it just seems like there are like simple things, there are technical mm -hmm. things that yes. he doesn't seem to quite have grasped quite yet. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I even saw that when he was going up against um, second year player. Uh, Nick Thurman out of, of University yeah. of Houston, who's a guy who I've liked. I've seen mm -hmm. how he's flashed in those uh, um, in those pass rush drills on, in the mm -hmm. one on ones. I'm sorry. So I think that's something that you have to pay attention to. If he's a guy, if a guy like that is continuing to beat you the same way, you know that's what you got to pay attention to. Because I, I talked yeah. about how when Chris Lindstrom first came in, mm -hmm. you know Rasheed Hageman was they were going at it during practice, and Rasheed Hageman had beat him immediately off the ball one play. Mm -hmm. Rasheed Hageman tried to come back the next play, right. and Chris Lynch was like, nope, 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 nope. That's what you look for in offensive mm -hmm. linemen. Those guys are the thinkers, right? They're the thinkers of, 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 that, um, that, of that up front. So mm -hmm. I think when you have a guy who's thinking like, okay, you beat me this time, you're not going to beat me this time, uh, that, that next time you can go have to try something else in order to beat me. And I think that Drew Dahlman hasn't quite grasped that concept. So that's why I'm saying – you know, you can't afford for your center to be getting beat clean like that because that's your interior. That is the most important part of your offensive line. I understand you got a mobile quarterback and all that mm -hmm. cool stuff, but it's not good when your guys can't at least be solid. And that's all we're asking this year, for mm -hmm. that center to be a solid player and to be able to hold it down mm -hmm. until help comes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get beat yeah. right off the ball. That's what. Yeah. That's all we ask. <laughs> indeed, indeed. We don't need you to be Todd McClure or anybody like that right out nope. of the gate. That's fine. Maybe And maybe you'll evolve into that. But again, when you do have at least a star like Chris Lindstrom, you got someone solid like Jake Matthews. You got someone solid, it seems like, with Elijah Wilkinson. And it seems to be, don't want to predict too soon, but it seems like Caleb McGarry might at least be solid. Okay, all we need you to do then at center is just be adequate and solid as well. Because again, you've got some pieces maybe that you right. didn't have before to work with um, in, in the backfield as well as under center. So center, just do your job. Indeed, that's all we ask. We're not asking too much of you, you know, because that's just that's just what I did. That's just how the game goes, right? We just yeah. want you to do your job right here on ATL Day Ones. Now, T, you know, there is something that you know because the, the Falcons get ready to, are going to take on the New York Jets, so we'll get some be able to get a, a little bit more as they go up there, you know, against the Jets and, and mm -hmm. play and, go, and practice against them and scrimmage against them, and then they're going to play on Monday. Yes. So it's going to be a lot of opportunity for Dalman to make, maybe change our minds. You know, he might be able to do that. I don't think that's going to happen, but you know, he's still there, there's still opportunity there for him to do that. So we'll, we'll definitely see how that goes. But T. We talked about on this show, on for, in For the Culture, as a matter of fact, that how Trey Young was not too excited about not being able to play on Christmas Day. Right. Seems like the NBA may have gave him a little, little consolation prize. I'm not going to frame it that way, but Sean Sharana, you tweeted out 
you know, of course, we're getting everything starting to leak with the NBA schedule. They're supposed to come out tomorrow mm-hmm. at 3 o'clock. We'll definitely keep an eye on that um, for the matchups. Um, definitely think that the Hawks will be playing the Magic at some point. I think they opened this, the season, you know, for the DeJounte Murray, uh, Paolo Benchero, uh beef that we got going on. Looking forward to that. But I think that, you know, when you think about what the, what the Hawks and MLK Day means – you know, to the city of Atlanta and what MLK himself meant to the city of Atlanta, I mm-hmm. think it's only fitting for that game to continue to, you know, be played here in, in in Atlanta on that particular day during the daytime. And I think the, with these Suns are going to be playing a little bit with the, against the Grizzlies a little bit mm-hmm. later on. So um, shout out to the NBA for at least getting this one right. Yeah, and it, it's it'll be interesting to see what the times are for those matchups because, of course, the Hawks got that as a primetime game last year on TNT, and it really worked out really well. So it'll be right. – I think it probably will depend because they don't have the – the NBA doesn't have quite the flex schedule that you can get from the NFL in terms of flexing right. from one to four or night to what have you. But there is a little bit of flexibility with their schedule. So interested to see what happens with the Hogs come uh, MLK Day. But like you said, just excited that they're going to get their just do at least there because it appears that they certainly won't be one of those televised games for Christmas Day. But also intriguing that already – the Hawks and DeJounte Murray are part of the conversation for the NBA right when they start the season. So, you know, you look at the fact that, yes, to start the season, there are two matchups, of course. It's 76ers at Celtics, and it's also Lakers at Warriors. That's October 18th, a few days later. And that was kind of the one that intrigued me uh, as we got more information yesterday and today as well. And that is going back to what you said, which is on October 21st, the leaks are that the Hawks are going to play the Magic. So we get to see DeJounte Murray immediately match up with Pablo Bancaro. And it's funny because sometimes, you know, even we as media will read the comments, right? And some of people course. were like, ooh, oh, you know, they're ready for Petty Part 1. And other people were like, I don't understand the big deal. Like, it's just Murray and Bancaro. And it's like, are you kidding? This is what the NBA lives for. The NBA is yes. like, hashtag The off season is better than the regular season, dang near. <laughs> <laughs> the NBA is sitting on 10. What are you talking about? They are right. going to pump this up over and over and over again. Tweets here and there. They're going to use social media to, to really pump it up. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think that it's going to be an exciting season for the Hawks in terms of what we're hearing about them on MLK Day, the day that's only fitting for them, and also on October 21st, where we're going to see a little bit of petty on the home court. The only thing I would say that was a head scratcher for me was I do love the fact that it's Hawks on MLK Day. I think that's only right because this is really of course, the place where, you know, everything born, developed, evolved, rose to prominence MLK. I don't know. I feel some type of way about then having a game in the city where he was assassinated. I don't know if I like those juxtaposed. Yeah. On the same day, so because outside of that, like, what did you know? Yeah, kind of felt like that was a little bit of a blind spot there. Don't get me wrong; I know the Grizzlies are very exciting, but I kind of thought that might been might have been a little bit of a blind spot uh, there. But who knows? The NBA is amazing at being able to read the pulse of the culture, so I don't doubt that even with that as a slight blind spot, that they'll find a way to still make that something celebratory by looking to see what Memphis has done since that time to evolve race relations and civil rights. 
no doubt about it. What's not a blind spot, T, is how much the Braves kicked the crap out of the Mets last night. We'll talk about that. But first, tell the folks how they can maybe put a little change down on that MLK Day game with with BetOnline.net. Yeah, and I was thinking maybe of even that opening game because I really think. Now, the Hawks smoked the magic all last season, had their number. and This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports. I don't think it's going to be much different this season either. And just in case you guys were wondering, yes, we just want to remind you, Loki, that it's ATL Day 1s. And we also want to remind you to go to betonline.net. And the reason I was talking about that game is because, again, Hawks, they had the magic number last year. They owned them, and I think they're going to own them again. But if you want to know what the odds are, the over-under on Hawks beating the magic and what that point spread is, BetOnline.net is your source for everything. Sports news, developments, league reviews, Major League Baseball. Like we said before, as this series continues, that line may move as to who's going to win the NL East. If you want to know, you check it out right there. Again, it's the source for sports wagering info, live betting, esports scores. And I tell you guys all the time, but I want to keep telling you, if you are new to the game, don't worry about it because BetOnline.net, they got you. They got podcasts as well and news and really information to help you make informed decisions. Again, whether that's MMA, boxing and golf, even those niche sports. So as always, stop by ATL Day Ones first. But as soon as we finish this live broadcast, make sure whether you use your cell phone, whether you use your laptop or any connected device, check out betonline.net because that is truly where the game starts. And now, as Jarvis and I said, where the game really started last night, right there at Truist Park. And we were so excited. We talked about this. We wanted a dub in game one because we wanted the Braves to really set the tone for this series. And they did just that. And Jarvis, they didn't just do it early. They did it often. So while I love what we saw in that second inning, as far as what William Contreras was able to do, Eddie Rosario, those yes. two back-to-back home runs, Ronald Junior, Ronald Acuna Jr. starting his double, double, double night, double. a triple yeah. double, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> double in the second inning. But maybe one of the more impressive things there as well was, I'll say it, and then I'm going to be quiet because I want to hear what you have to say. I say this, you know, in my hometown of New Orleans, we got a phrase, got a slogan. You talk that talk, you better roll with it. And I feel like Spencer Strider did just that. He was already on a roll before the rain delay of 55 minutes. And you kind of question, you know, when a pitcher is hot like that, if he's going to come back cold, not him. He then went to his changeup, struck the batter out, and then went ahead and retired 10 of the next 12 batters. Man, that rookie is something special. Yeah, when you think about like him and, and you talk about Michael Harris and, mm-hmm. you know, Vaughn Grissom and all these guys, like just rookies, man. Just such a, a young core that the Braves have put together and scouted and, and, and mm-hmm. believed in to be able to bring them up. And, you yeah. know, and like it's almost like they kind of call where those guys sit in the locker room, they call it Kid Row, you know. So when you think <laughs> yeah. about it. So it's kind of a cool little kind of moniker that they have going on in, in the locker room. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is, it is just, it's just great to see because we understand that this team is young. 
you know, and, and like the future is bright, but I think the future, the future is now. When you yeah. think about looking at all these guys that are being major players in a, a mm -hmm. serious, serious National League East race, because we talk about how important this race is going to be. And that, yeah. this is essentially for whether or not the Braves are going to have a chance going forward, because, yeah. you know, you you talking about, you know, they want to opener, but, you know, if they lose these next few games. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be really hard to get that divisional race, and you're gonna think about yeah. just locking down that wild card spot, you know, for mm -hmm. real. So, uh, I think that for you know, Spencer Strider to do what he did after his comments after the game, he kind of talked about that, like, oh, well, you know, I probably shouldn't have said it like that, but you know, like, it's good I to be able it. to go yeah. out there and you know, redeem himself. So, you know, exactly. I think he was probably saying to himself, just like, yeah, man, you mother blankers, yeah, I got y'all to take that. And then I was like right, right along there with him. But yeah, it was really cool to mm -hmm. see, you know, Spencer Strider doing his thing and then Michael Harris doing his thing and, you know, William yeah. Contreras, Wild Bill Contreras yeah. out there hitting the home run and everything like that. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, what, 16 home runs on the, on the year and his first full yeah. year making the mm -hmm. all star team as a, de a designated hitter. Like, I don't know yeah. about you, T. I am super duper excited about. These, this young group of guys being able mm -hmm. to take the reins and kind of lead the charge and getting this series started off right. Yeah, and also I like the fact that when the Braves get a player back from injury, he really always seems to make an impact. So Travis Darno comes yes. back from dealing with, I think, that lower leg injury. And right. what are we talking, a three-run home run? I mean, yeah. It, yeah, so you also like to see that because I think for me, Jarvis, with that is is encouraging there was also a video out there last night and not to go beyond what travis darno did but there was a video out there yesterday of just showing ozzy albies just kind of you know walking along kind of jogging and get ready for some of his reps as he continues on his rehab right and right. for me the encouraging part was i was like that might be jarvis and i hope i'm not overreaching i know you'll tell me if i am but that might <laughs> be just a little bit of a microcosm of what it is that this braves team is going to be like we're coming we're coming, we're coming. So that's the question I wanted to put on the table for you as well. Do you feel like game one was just, eh, it's just kind of a one-off, or do you feel like game one was kind of like we saw with Ozzy Albies? I'm coming for you. I think it's I think it's a message. I think it's, it's definitely a message there. I think because when you think about, you know, how upset Mets fans were, you know, <laughs> last night, <laughs> I think that's a good gauge as to what's going on, what the Braves right. are about to do. I really do believe that the Braves are going to really, by the time, by the end of this series, mm -hmm. just based off of what, we, what we've seen already, I think that there is a message here. And I think that it's skewing towards, hey, we aren't going anywhere. Yes. If you try, if you thought about relaxing or kind of taking mm -hmm. the foot off the gas a little bit, just let it know, be known. We are here for you, and we are ready to to get this, keep this thing rolling. And I think yes. that if the Braves can continue to attack it that way mm -hmm. with that mindset, yes. I, I'm not too concerned about Charlie Morton being on the mound tonight. <clears throat> Agreed. It has to be, <laughs> and right, and it has to be that you keep your foot on the gas. And I think that was the other thing that was encouraging and exciting about last night. I felt like the Braves knew you cannot take your foot off the gas, not when it's five to one, not when it's seven to one. You right. have to keep your foot on the gas because they need to know, the Mets need to understand that you got the message from last week. You understood right. that you walked in there maybe a little bit overconfident while they had the chip on their shoulder and you were like, okay, okay, we just need an opportunity to reset. And once we reset, now we're gonna see where we go with these next couple of games. But yeah, it was kind of funny. And yes, this is Jarvis and Tanitra being petty with what I'm about to say. But yes, it was kind of funny because last week, Braves country was like, we're going to be all right. Like, yeah, yeah, we dropped 40. I mean, whatever. 
Yeah. One game, <laughs> Mets country was like melting down. They going crazy. crazy. <laughs> It was the funniest thing. So I just had to throw that petty out there. I know. And, yeah. to, and to add to it, T, you know, here's another reason why I'm confident the Braves are, are, are right on brand with what they're trying to mm-hmm. let the Mets know. You know, our, our, our nephew, right? You know, for yeah. those who don't know, we refer to, on this show, we refer to Ronald Cunha as Nephew Ronnie. Yes. Here's his numbers in the last 10 games. Make sure I get this right. I got it right here mm-hmm. in front of me. 400, 404 batting average. Yeah. 630 S. 638 OPS and over one on base percentage OBP mm-hmm. on, on, on base I'm sorry OPS over one mm-hmm. and a slugging percentage of 638 T this man is absolutely on fire and then this goes back to the Met, Met series up in Gotham yeah you know he was yes. balling out there I know it was ugly but it's kind of hard to remember it because they lost four out of five but Ronald Cunha started back then about like, all right, Mm -hmm. I'm coming up big in these series. And for those you don't, I got another public service. Now, and another thing, (laughs) for all of you people who, yeah, I said you people, for all of you people who doggone don't want to ride with Ronald Cunha, don't Mm -hmm. try to jump on the bandwagon now, now that he's getting hot. Because it seems like every time he starts to struggle, people try to nitpick certain things. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, he's Mm -hmm. carrying himself a certain way or... He's not, he's hot dogging it out there. He's not giving it his all and all that stuff. Yeah. Don't come back on the on, on, the, on the line now. Stay, stay where you at. Right. Like, I know that's not correct English, but stay where you at. Because we, we don't need that on this on this train. If you're on the train, ride with him. If you're not, don't get on there. You can still be a Braves fan and not be a fan of Ronald Acuna. Don't be trying to waffle it back and forth. Choose you today. Sorry about that, T. I had to get on. No, I had to wait about that. Right. Yeah. And, and no, you're absolutely right. And this is the train you want to get on because Acuna Jr. drives the train when it comes to the Mets. When My you look at him across the season, we're talking about 374, 25, 87, 17 for 46 against the Mets. You know those three doubles he got last night? Well, he has another four. Seven doubles in total against the Mets this season. Eight right. RBI, five runs scores. So, Nephew gets it in when it comes to the Mets. And speaking of getting it in, we know that our boy Jarvis gets it in when it comes to those built bars. No doubt about it. Built Bar King here, Jarvis Davis. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about Built Bar and what they have going on. You know, this is from the people that invented healthy and tasty. And I can absolutely vouch for that because my that chocolate chip cookie dough built bar puff oh my god it is absolutely amazing but i'm here to tell Mm -hmm. you about what they got going on how about the coconut brownie chunk puff it's only going to be here for a limited time so go ahead and go to the website right now before you miss out because it's you know it's only for an appropriate amount of time so Mm -hmm. make sure you go check it out coconut brownie chunk puff now the best part about the Bill Bar Puff is that they taste amazing. I know that sounds familiar, right? Because it's guilt-free, low on sugar, high on protein. That's all you ask for when you're trying to get your life together, trying to work out, because that's what I've been doing. Now, I've been getting all, I know y'all see my shoulders popping up, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting my form back. Tanisha already know, you know, eventually I'm going to do a, shirt, a show with my shirt off. You know, that's coming. But, you know, I ain't going to give it to you right now. You know, for, for you know, this is going to keep it PG around here. But but, but definitely go to BuiltBar.com. And here's what we're going to do for you. I want you to go to BuiltBar, Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15. And you're going to get 15% off your order. All you got to do is just go to Built.com, drop in the promo code box LOCK15, and you're going to get 15% off. Go to Built.com today. 
right after the show. Yeah, and of course, next up is one that you guys know and love, and that's For the Culture. And we are going to talk a little bit today on For the Culture about timing, because timing is everything. But Jarvis, speaking about timing and speaking about your, you were talking about a good cut, 15% off on that bill bar. Uh, today is the day for bad cuts as well, because of, no, of course, you know, Rosters have to be trimmed from 90 to 85 men by 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. So before we get you into For the Culture, just want to give you guys an update because, you know, we keep you guys informed of everything. So the Falcons have just announced that they released four players. Tucker Fisk, that's a tight end out of Stanford. Rookie uh, Rashad Smith, the inside linebacker from Florida Atlantic, had a, a year under his belt. Seth Vernon, the punter from Portland State, as well as Trey Webb, uh, the safety rookie from Montana State. And they also placed corner Cornell Armstrong on the reserve IL list. So they are currently at their 85 for active roster. And Jarvis, you know, of course, you and I know that some of these players, if they at least showed flashes, could indeed come back on the practice squad. But that is where they are as of today. So the Falcons now have gotten to their 85 and they are ready to get back at it in Flowery Branch to get ready for next week's game against the Jets. No doubt about it. We would definitely be looking forward to those 85 that are still on the roster because we know there's some still some competition rolling around. We're going to figure out what they're going to do with Deion Jones. What's the deal, man? It's been quiet about that, y'all. Let's see what's up with that. But anyway, but, but T, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, and the culture, and sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about because that's just how we get down. We want to say thank you guys. Yes. for checking us out because we are now at 3,000 subscribers. Woo. You guys have been liking and subscribing to our channel. Make sure you hit that bell so as soon as this episode drops, you're going to get a notification right there in your phone so you can check us out right there. We're in HD, baby, so it don't matter where you get us. So, you know, and we really appreciate that. We never want to take that for granted. But if you haven't liked or subscribed and you're watching us or listening to us on your wherever you download your podcast, go ahead and do it right now. And while you're there, give us a five-star review. We really appreciate it in advance. Now, T, this is something that I thought was very interesting when you sent it over to me because, you know, it comes a time, you know, a special time in a man's life when, <laughs> you know, you, you realize that you found the woman of your dreams, you found the woman that you want to spend time with, have a couple of babies here and there, you know, get a house with a white picket fence or whatever. Why well, I got to be white? But anyway, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later or we won't. Uh, we won't get into that conversation. But I think that, you know, Marty Alt, who is a, a triathlon, you know, mm -hmm. athlete, um, he decided to propose to his wife, right? He found a woman. He found the right one. He gets down on his knee, T. He starts the you know, whole proposal process. Right. And then the man catches a cramp in his hamstring and he about dang near fell out, T. Like, if you talk about worst timing of all, like, you know, an important time in a man's life. And, you know, because you never know what's going on in her head. She's like, OK, oh, my God, what's going on? Is he having a heart attack? Because if you looking at the video, it's just like this dude, like something was seriously wrong, which is, don't take me wrong. Cramps do hurt. But, mm -hmm. you know, from the female perspective, sitting here looking at it, she, you know, she has no idea what's going on. But. You know, thankfully he was got able to get help and they helped him out. But man, I don't know about you, but I would have been I don't know if it necessarily the feeling would have been embarrassed, but it was just yeah. like, man, like like it really ruined the moment. I guess that I guess yeah. that's what I would be thinking at that point. Yeah, I think my mind would have instantly been on his health because knowing right, he's yeah. coming off that triathlon, I'm like, oh dear God, like you said, is he having a heart attack? Is he having a heat stroke? 
I mean, what is really going on here? Is he having just a stroke period? So yeah, my heart would have been like right there, like, oh my God, I think he's kind of sort of trying to do, but I don't really know what he's trying to do. And at that point, my mind would have probably just gone into the mode of we need to save his life. And that's really all, you know, where my mind would have gone. But, 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 but in true romance fashion, once it was all said and done and I realized I was getting a ring, oh my gosh, (laughs) you okay? You going to live? Ding, 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 ding. You're real happy about Time to spread the news, right? Exactly. He's okay, everybody. He's all good. He's He's all good. Right. This is my fiance right here. Right. Uh, this is about to go down. <laughs> it's definitely all good. That's for sure. Well, it's all good here in Atlanta because the world of Coca-Cola, they are coming. They have come out with a new flavor tea. It is going to be called Dream World. Um, it will make, actually it actually dropped yesterday. So, you know, Coca-Cola out here living trying to live a dream and you know this is their newest creation dream world a fantasy flavor are you going to try dream world are you intrigued by this new flavor by uh coca-cola i am and i'm not yeah the name kind of gets me excited i will admit right. that i'm like oh dream it's you know atlanta dream yeah you know yeah, yeah, type exactly situation. yeah fluffy and fun and kind of funky and like you said you think about atlanta and the dream are a big part of the fabric of Atlanta. Coca-Cola yes. obviously is a big part of the fabric of Atlanta. But then I say to myself, and okay, I'll put a little damper on there, a little parade, right? I was like, first of all, I don't drink soda. Let's start mm-hmm. there. All and right. second of all, if I'm going to drink the Dream World drink, I need to be chasing it down with some, is it Dasani? I think Coca-Cola makes Dasani. Yeah, they yeah, made Dasani. Yeah, yeah. There yeah we go. That's really what I need to be doing. I need to be drinking that Coke product over Dream World or anything else that they come out with. But I admit the intrigue is there for me to maybe try it. Yeah, since we keep it a buck, you know, I keep it a buck too. There's only so many ways you can flavor Coca-Cola, right? Because at the end of the day, like this is from a native Atlanta. Like, I know my grandmother, God rest her soul, she loved herself a Coca-Cola. Mm, and okay. I didn't, that, that wasn't, a, that wasn't a, a mispronunciation. Like, that's exactly how she said it, and that's how I pronounced it, too, as well. Uh, she had to have a Coca-Cola. And I can imagine her, me bringing home Coca-Cola Dream World, Dream World. As, a, as, as a choice for her to have in her household right. and to, for her to drink multiple times a day. I just don't see it. I mean... For the old heads, you know, they've been drinking Coca-Colas for quite some time. I don't see them getting involved in it, but I think that, you know, it seems like Dream World is kind of new. It's kind of fresh. You know, you got the different colors on there. I kind of envision like maybe an orangey, cokey type flavor. You know what I'm saying? So for the for the new generation, it seems like this is why they made this move to do this. So it, it may work for them. But as far as all the old heads who drink Coca-Colas, I don't think they're going to be trying this bad boy out. That's for sure. Yeah, I think I'll just pass. I think I'll just pass. But what I don't pass on ever is a product from Coffee AM. It is so exciting for Jarvis to just drink his coffee every day. You guys know I'm not a coffee drinker, but it's funny because I was having a conversation with a colleague of mine earlier today, and he was like, hey, do you drink coffee? No, but I drink tea. And if you drink coffee, I got something for you. And, of course, I was talking about 
Coffee AM. And he is one who is, as we are as well, supporters of all that is Atlanta business, right? And so this is right mm -hmm. in our backyard, the best small batch coffee roaster in the country. So that's why you want to support them. They're the best and they're local. And check this out freshest coffee you can get because most of those coffees are roasted and shipped the same day or close to it when you think about when you order and they roast current crop specialty grade coffee they get it from all over the world it's direct trade it's fair trade it is organic trade so let's absolutely let's talk about this coffee am let's talk about the tea with coffee am and let's talk about those gift sets you can go and check out the full menu on coffeeam.com but don't stop there put in that locked on backslash locked on because you're going to get 15% off on that first order. So let me give it to you again, coffeeam.com slash locked on to get your 15% off on that first order. And remember, this is supporting a phenomenal company that's right in your backyard and not just a phenomenal company because of that, but also because they make good product. And speaking of a good product, we certainly hope Charlie Morton puts a good product on the mound tonight. Yes, come Amazing. on, Charlie. I want Walker get it done. Yeah. Get it done. So we'll talk about that. If there are any more moves that the Falcons make, of course, you guys know we're going to react to that. If we get any more leaks for the Hawks schedule, we'll give you the tea on that and anything else that comes up in this world of Atlanta sports. So again, like Jarvis said, thank you guys for continuing to rock with us on all of the platforms where you get your podcasts, giving us those five-star reviews, getting the Locked On Sports Network here in Atlanta to 3,000 subscribers. Keep subscribing, keep liking, and come back and join us. We'd love to get your comments and everything that you bring to the table for us. And once you finish watching ATL Day Ones, don't forget to check out A to Z with Mark Zeno. So enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate you guys for stopping by and come back and check us out tomorrow. Y'all come back now, you hear? 1245.